A Karen made the worst mistake of her life by screaming at a drill sergeant's wife. Here's what happened. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube with notifications turned on and let's jump straight into it. Before I start this story, I have to tell you about my husband. I am French and we met while he was on vacation in Europe. One thing led to another and now I live in Ohio with him. He is a hardworking gentleman, an army veteran of two conflicts, and and though he has a very serious and almost hostile-like demeanor, think of a resting jerk face, but angrier and on a guy, he is a big teddy bear, quick to make a joke or pull a prank and easy to laugh. He is also very protective of me. We were out getting groceries last week and as we were checking out, I was bagging up all of our stuff because the store now requires that you bag your own goods if you bring your own bags. No big deal. He pays and I stay to help a very elderly lady behind him bag her groceries and put them in her cart. He had helped her unload them and we offered to help her put them in her car. She shuffles away from the register and I move to follow. As I turn away, I hear behind me, where the hell do you think you're going? I turn to see a very angry woman glaring at me. I told her politely that I didn't work at the store and I had just helped the elderly lady to be polite and that I was now leaving with my husband to go home. I had never met an American Karen before, so I thought this would be the end of it. I turned to walk away and feel a vice grip on my arm. Don't be lazy. Just do your job and help pack my groceries. I didn't even have time to respond. She had barely finished speaking when my husband wrenched her hand off me and was yelling in her face. This was the first time in the 10 years we've been together that I saw the old soldier come out. His nose might have been three inches from hers and his voice was loud and frightening. Who the F do you think you are? How dare you put your hands on my wife? She told you she doesn't work here. Are you too effing stupid to understand simple English? Go pay for your things. Bag your own groceries and don't you dare utter another word. The silence after that was intense. A store full of people could hear a pin drop. The look on her face wasn't even angry. It was pure terror. She shuffled back to her aisle and waited for the cashier. My husband went to the old lady and said, I am so sorry you had to hear all that, ma'am. I apologize if my language was offensive. I hope you will still allow us to help you load your groceries into your car. It was surreal. Like he had just flipped on a switch and then flipped it back off. Also, we got chased down by the store manager who suggested we could be banned because of the yelling and the bad language. My husband shrugged and said they had better ban the Karen too for assaulting me and that there are other grocery stores in town. We just go to this one because it's close. Turns out we didn't get banned. Was he the jerk? It looks like everything changed here the second that this Karen put her hand on the OP. When she was yelling at the OP by saying don't be lazy just do your jobs, the husband seemed like he knew it was just words. But when she went up and grabbed the OP his wife, that's when all this went down. Someone had a mini store that was sort of similar to this who was a grocery store manager and there was a Karen that was very rude to a couple. They put her in her place and then the Karen asked to speak to the manager and said that this person needed to ban them for harassing her. In my case, he says, I had seen and heard everything. To keep her happy and keep her from calling corporate on me, I walked out behind them and apologized to them for having to deal with Karen. They were really nice and wished me good luck dealing with people like her. The Karen was very happy. She thought she really got them banned. A few weeks later, she's now the one banned for theft. Finally caught her on camera. So with a mini story like that, I wonder if in the original story, the reason why the employee threatened to ban them for their language and their yelling was just to try and calm the situation and make it seem like they weren't taking sides in the whole scenario, especially if they saw what happened and they couldn't do anything about it. Let me know if you guys have ever seen a situation like this before in your life, or maybe you were the one in the situation. If so, you can let me know in the comments or submit a full length story in the link in the description.
jerk or not a jerk and why? Would I be the jerk for going to my friend's unwedding reception? My buddy Kalen was supposed to get married to his fiance Kaylee next weekend. They were together four to five years and seemed like a perfect couple, in love, happy, always doing sweet things for each other, etc. We always joked that they were relationship goals. So everyone was shocked when Kaylee called us last week frantically asking if we knew where Kalen was. He just didn't come home from work that day. No warning, no nothing. I don't know what all went down, but a couple of days ago, Kaylee makes a post that the wedding is off, but there's still going to be an unwedding party slash reception because it's too late to get most of the refunds. Immediately after, Kalen starts messaging all of us upset, asking if we're going. Apparently, he was going through something but wanted to stay together, and Kaylee broke up with him instead. Now, he's devastated. He's furious that we're thinking of partying when that will just be a hard day for him and he needs our support. Our friends are split. The way that I see it, I already took time off for the wedding. Our cabins are already booked, and I don't know if we can get refunds. We already bought new clothes for the wedding, and we were looking forward to a romantic weekend away in the mountains. It sucks that Kalen is heartbroken, but he kind of brought it on himself. Plus, Kaylee has upgraded the cash bar to an open bar. But my other friends think that since we're his friends first, we should be there for him when he's going through a hard time, even if it's his own fault. And that we'll be responsible if he harms himself while we're away partying and drinking. They say we should use the time off to do something nice with him instead. So, would I be the jerk for going to my friend's unwedding reception? We don't know exactly what Kalen was going through, but but it must have been pretty serious if he just completely no-called, no-showed on his entire marriage to upset Kaylee, the fiance wife, future wife, to get to the point that she wants to end the entire marriage over it. I mean, people do have hard times they go through and they do need support for a lot of things, but it seems like the crux of this is that he didn't communicate at all with Kaylee about why he didn't come home from work in general. Kaylee might have assumed that maybe he's having an affair or something else is going on when really Kaylin, the future husband, could just be really down and needed help but didn't know how to communicate it. It's hard to know because there's no mention whatsoever of what exactly happened there other than the fact that Kaylin didn't call or show up after work that day. Maybe part of the reason beyond the heartbreak and the struggle that Kaylin's going through that would upset him over this whole thing is that the assumption is is that everyone here would be parting at least partially on his dime as well because it probably wasn't just Kaylee that paid the cost of the reception all these other things because in most of these situations both people pay for part of it. It is kind of asking a lot of your friends though to spend all this money, have them look forward to it, and then tell them not to go to the thing that's going to happen whether they're there or not. So let me know what you would do in this situation. Would you go to this unwedding party that you've already paid all of your fees for, got new clothes and everything, or would you forget about the money that you spent and stay back with Kaylin? Let me know down below, jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for telling a first date at the end of our date that he couldn't stay with me, thus essentially leaving him nowhere to go at 11 p.m. in a small town? Tonight, I went on my first internet dating app meeting slash date. I am new to meeting people online and all I knew was that I did not plan on letting anyone I just met know where I live. So I had told 
told this guy who I've been messaging for only four days that I didn't allow strangers to stay in my place and I thought that was that. Well, when I arrived to have a drink with this man, he mentioned staying in my place and I reiterated that I do not allow strangers to stay with me and I also do not have a spare bed. I assumed he must have had other arrangements because he didn't push the issue. Come to 11 o'clock at night, I have had a delightful time with this guy, but it's late and I am tired so I let him know I'm about to make tracks. Then it got awkward as I realized he thought that he was staying with me. I apologized to him and explained it wasn't him, it was a blanket rule I have for all men, all people actually. I will not take them to my home until I know them. He seemed disappointed and I just changed the topic. I called my taxi and went home. So I think I might be the jerk here because obviously there was a terrible miscommunication. English is his second language and perhaps I gave him the wrong impression and because of this a guy may be sleeping in a park of a small rural Australian town when I should have been more stern about the seriousness of my no stranger policy. I also could have tried to help him find an accommodation but I chose not to. Should he have expected a place to stay and am I the jerk for telling my first date at the end of our date that he couldn't stay at my place? Who randomly has the expectation to stay over the night at somebody's house that they just met for the first time and is counting on that to be the case? That seems totally random. I I can't imagine somebody would just have that assumption no matter the fact that there was already a conversation where the OP told him, no, you can't. This is my policy. I mean, is there something the OP is leaving out here? Did he say he needed a place to stay? Was there something that was like that that was brought up? Because if that's the case, maybe that's why she specifically, explicitly stated that he cannot stay at her place, but yet still thought he was going to? I don't think the English as a second language excuse really makes a lot of sense here if it didn't get in the way of other forms of communication and only affected this specific staying over part of it. But let me know what you think down below. Is this weird? Is this normal? And jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for wanting to move my husband into a home on his dime? I'm a 48-year-old female and my husband, who's 66, and I were married 23 years ago. Yes, there is a large age gap. He had a wife and children and he left her for me. There were problems in that marriage that I won't touch on and he and I have been happy. His children are 38, 36, and 32. Two men and one woman. And I have never gone along very well with them and the relationship between him and his children have been strained. This is just the dynamic and not what I'm here to be judged on. He was the breadwinner of my household and I did some part-time work but that was about it. We lived comfortably even after his retirement five years ago. My husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's about a year ago. He's been getting worse very quickly and while I've done my best, his care is becoming too much for me to the point where I've made the difficult decision that I cannot provide what is needed. I've looked through a lot of options and I've chosen to move him into a home with specialized care for his condition. I did tell his children who knew of his diagnosis about my choice since I felt they had a right to know. Now they are furious with me, claiming it's unfair for me to do that, telling me that I wrecked their home only not to keep my marriage vows of in sickness and in health to him and saying that I've always been a gold digger and my choice to use his money to send him away proves that. Obviously, it hurt. I vented to a friend of mine who told me that she did think it was cold of me to stop caring for him as he will most likely decline more rapidly. Now, I'm starting to feel bad for the choice that I've made. My friend suggested that I should make the commitment of taking a class or something to learn how to care for him and agreed with his children that I signed up for this when I got with a married man. Am I the jerk for wanting to move my husband into a care home on his own dime. For more information regarding finances, read this comment that says, it is incredibly expensive to pay for long-term care for an Alzheimer's patient. It is also extraordinarily difficult for one person alone
alone to care for someone like this at home. The care costs thousands and thousands of dollars to the care facility every year to make sure her husband is safe, clean, fed, happy, given therapy, and is monitored 24-7 to keep him safe. I wonder if the husband's adult children are upset that any potential inheritance they might have had is going towards their father's care. Also, the people who want to throw in sickness and in health in OP's face are not understanding that it is close to impossible for one person to monitor and provide adequate care for an Alzheimer's patient. OP made the most expensive but safest choice for her husband. The OP herself then elaborates by saying, I am using his money to ensure that he gets the best care possible because insurance will not cover everything. Even if I went back to work, I would not make enough on my own. I'd like to say that I am all on my own regarding care for him. The children will not see him, nor do they want to be involved. The relationship is strained due to the divorce and remarriage. Some people do not like that I did not include a paragraph explaining how much I love my husband and how I personally feel towards the children and him and the situation. I chose to respect the word count and try to be as objective as possible. I've been happily married for 25 years and he is truly the love of my life. I want to care for him, but I cannot provide the 24-7 care necessary and the layout of our house is not suitable for him. It has been determined that it is easier on him to deal with a full-time transition team at home than it is to move him with me and then try to tackle his regression and messed up routine. I also had a lot of questions of why I haven't looked into other options or if I spoke to the doctors. We had a very terrifying elopement incident which ended in some violence towards emergency services. This has really triggered this move to a care home. I am looking for the best possible care for him and the doctors have been wonderful in support and assistance. They have assured me that I am not abandoning him by getting him the care that he needs. People ask, will I visit? The answer is that if COVID policies permit, the answer is yes. I will make a point to visit often until it is no longer helpful, which I have been warned can happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the whole thing seems like she got a lot of backlash because people are assuming that she just didn't want to do any work to take care of her husband at all. But it sounds like through all this extra explanation through the edits and the updates and these other comments that really it's just not possible for one person to handle all this stuff when he's getting worse and worse and worse. And I don't think that was really conveyed in the original post, which is why all these updates had to be made. Hopefully what that comment said isn't true because it would be pretty sad. And that is that maybe the underlying reason why the kids are so upset is that their inheritance is now being all totally spent on caring for him in his Alzheimer's condition. And by the end of it, there won't be anything left for them. I mean, maybe the kids have a misunderstanding of how Alzheimer's is to begin with as well. And that the wife, the OP, is just being lazy but not caring for her husband herself and thus saving all these hundreds and thousands of dollars or however much it costs instead of going into treatment, but to be saved for their inheritance. We don't really know. This is obviously a very bleak scenario and it doesn't sound like there's any chance of this getting better. It sounds like it's continuing to get worse. But if you were in this very unfortunate situation, what would you do and jerk or not a jerk and why? Make sure to subscribe to the channel with notifications turned on by hitting that bell so you can listen to the next story as soon as it comes out. Or if you're more of a podcast type of person, follow the Am I the Jerk podcast on all major podcast platforms. But either way, thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Next time.